Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school; you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, in-depth. This is a very special episode for Almost Famous because we have, uh, if not one of the top 
five biggest fan favorites, I would say, in the last 10 years from The Bachelorette. Michael A. is joining us right now for an in-depth. Finally. Yay. Uh, yeah, way, way too kind. Thanks for having me on, guys. I've been looking forward to this. I know that Ben likes to, you know, um, start at the very beginning of childhood and then lead up. But, like, can we just <laughs> off the top say that biggest miss out as being The Bachelor? Like, mm, we've never missed so hard than not having Michael A be the bachelor. And that's all I'll say right now, but we will ask you about that later. But let's start okay. with childhood. <laughs> let's start with childhood. Tell us about it. You, your siblings, your parents were there together. How long yeah. have they been married? Yeah, I, uh, I grew up in Akron, Ohio, and I've got an older sister, uh, Bren and a younger brother, uh, Alex, my sister's two years older than me. So she'll be 40 this year. So I'm, I'm going to be 38. And, uh, my younger brother, Alex is, uh, 30 and he's actually getting married in September this year. So I'm a uh, best man in his wedding, planning his bachelor party. We're going to do uh, a little bit of Nashville and, uh, you know, have a good time. And, um, you know, parents are still together. It's kind of nice, you know, being in a single parent now, it's it's great having family around. Um, it's as you'll soon find out, Ashley, it takes a village and you need all the support in the world and you question yourself constantly. And so it's good to have like people who've been there and they can bounce ideas off of. My in-laws live here in Rhode Island, a half an hour away, but I still need my mom to come on Wednesday. She's coming up. So, cause he's so right oh, now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I get it. Um, my in-laws uh, actually are from Detroit and they recently bought a condo in Akron. So they're, they're now two blocks down the road from us now. And you know, it's, it's nice having just, I guess, feeling insulated and having tons of support around us. Cause you know, I just want to make sure James is taken care of. So, I mean, I'm assuming then, as, as what you said, you're very close with your family. And obviously, the switch into going on The Bachelorette was probably wild for everyone. How did your family react? So this whole thing came out of, like, left field. Um, I never applied to be on The Bachelor. I was never nominated. Um, uh, some of the casting casting producers found me on Instagram, which at the time I think I had about 400 followers and it was mainly just pictures of my son on there. So it was this random walk in the bachelor was one of Laura's favorite shows. And I didn't watch it religiously until I think like maybe Juan Pablo's season was the one that kind of sucked me in. Cause she was watching it a lot. And so that was a season know, to be sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> It was a it was a wild one. I actually loved it uh, just because it was it was crazy. And I don't I don't know when when Laura passed away. It was one of those things where you're constantly looking for signs. You know, you you're trying to find a way to stay connected with her. And when something this obvious came forward, I couldn't help but you know think that maybe she had something to do with this. Maybe she wanted to see me just embarrass myself on a national TV and, and provide some, uh, you know, some blackmail for James down the road. So mm -hmm. then how did they find you? Did they ever tell you why, how they came across your profile? Yeah. One of the, uh, 
casting directors, uh, Lindsay, actually her husband was creating an app for nonprofits. And because of that, uh, she found me through L4, a nonprofit that I started for, for Laura. So it was like one thing kind of led to another. And then all of a sudden, here I am. It's, it's wild. And I actually said no to it twice because I just didn't know if this was the route I wanted to go. It was never really in the plan. But then, you know, 2019, I lost the Laura, very devastating year. And then 2020, just as I'm starting to get momentum, you know, starting to, you know, understand what this new kind of world looks like, then COVID happened. And it was like such a lonely back and forth, like those two years sandwiched together that it felt like a perfect time to take a risk. You know, it, I have to ask you the question because you and I have been able to talk on the phone about a lot of different things. Uh, and you've got a lot of wisdom. Uh, and every time we talk, I always go away going, your perspective on things is thought through and good and accurate. Um, obviously you just mentioned that 2019 was a really hard year. You move into 2020, this happens, uh, for you as you thought through it, why did you feel like you were ready to give this a shot? I mean, you said no twice, but at some point you said yes, because you were there. Why did, why did this show that at that point you felt like, no, I, I want to give this a try. I, I, I don't, I, that's a good question. I think for me, the what if scenario is are those types of things actually haunt me like i would much rather make a mistake than be too scared to make a decision i always say mm -hmm. that i go you have to eliminate as many what ifs in your life as possible yes and and to be honest i wasn't sure i mean i think anybody that chooses to go on to the show if you are not scared and second guessing it you're really not thinking it through and it, it was one of those things where I wanted to make sure that you know not only that I could be away from James for that amount of time and because you don't know how long you're going to go how long it's going to last whatever um, but I wanted to make sure that I was even at a place where I could open up my heart to somebody else and give them a fair shot because, you know, people shouldn't be treated as a means to an end or a way to climb or do anything like that. And, you know, some, sometimes that's the case, right? I mean, that's the whole, you know, are you here for the right reasons? And I wanted to make sure that if I if I felt something for Katie night one, then I was going to stay. If not, I mean, you could talk to her. I think the second time I spoke to her, I said, look, if you are not feeling this at all, let me know. Because one, I don't want to get invested in this to later have my heart broken. And two, you know, there's this is her journey. Like it's it's her opportunity to go find somebody. So I didn't want to get in the way of that. Well, before we get uh, further into your relationship with Katie, can we talk about Laura for a little while and how you guys met? I know you met in college, but like, yeah. I want to know like the scene, paint the rom-com picture. Yeah, right. It, I mean, it actually is a little bit of a rom-com uh, scenario. So I was a uh, freshman at Loyola in Chicago and Laura was a senior in high school, uh, grew up in Detroit and she was on a college visit. 
And I had some friends from Detroit that I met my freshman year. And some of my friends said, you know, this girl, Laura, is she's from my hometown. She's coming to visit. She's amazing. Like, I think you guys would hit it off. So I had like my tractor beams like set on her. Cause I, this is Facebook didn't even exist yet. I saw like some Polaroids and <laughs> that's how old, that's how old this is. Right. And I remember seeing her for the first time and it was just like one of those like faces and smiles and auras that, you know, you knew you could, you wanted to wake up to for the rest of your life. Aww. And yeah, I mean, this is this is 2002. So she ended up like going to Loyola the next year. And, you know, we were nervous to actually start dating each other because there was so much like built up and everything. And like we were intimidated by one another. Then after like the first month of hanging out, like she totally asked me out. Aww. And and then after that, we were together for 16 years. So just a, a crazy story. She, you know, was such a unbelievable human being. Um, she was smart. She could, she could hold down a boardroom, but also make guys blush. She was very like crass and, and, you know, ladylike at the same time. She was very, very funny, optimistic. Um, we, we just grew together and it was just this really, amazing thing that you know it I never once wondered if grass is greener on the other side like it just it just felt right and we you know we we filled in each other's weaknesses and and grew together and uh after Loyola she actually got her MBA at Notre Dame and she was the second woman in Notre Dame's history to be president of their MBA school and you know just just a really good person that went out of her way for so many other people, um, you know, had a lot of purpose. You know, she, she always led a life of, of purpose, which inspired me on a daily basis. And one of those types of people where I remember this, like being just extremely proud when I walked in the room with her, because like, I knew 100% that everyone was looking at her. And I was like, and she's next to me. So mm. it was just kind of a proud moment and relationship that we always had a lot of respect for each other. It's, uh, you know, I, I wonder too, for you, you've always spoken with just such admiration and joy, um, about your relationship, about the impact she's made on you. Has it at all gotten hard to talk about it so much? Um, because obviously you never expected this show to happen and you never expected so many people to be genuinely curious and interested to hear from you on what you've learned and taken from that relationship. Has that at all ever been hard or has it always been done um, with joy from you? Yeah, that's, it's a really good question. I mean, one thing I'm really happy about is that people know who she is. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I never really, thought about legacy and things like that in depth until it actually came into our lives. And now that people know who she was, it was something I promised her. And that, that, that was part of like my risk analysis when I was going on the show, I was like, worst comes to worst. 
like if I don't feel anything, if I get a bad edit, things <laughs> fall, like, <laughs> you know, they, everything crumbles, people will like know her name. And that, mm. that did, that was a part of, you know, why I rolled the dice. And it is, it's always difficult talking about it, but over time, and I think you'd probably hear this from other people that have, you know, lost somebody and dealing with grieving is that you learn to interpret that pain as just love. You know, it's, it, it, it takes a different form. I don't need reminders ever of what is lost talking about it or not talking about it. It still feels, you know, the same, but yeah, it's, it's always going to be raw. And I don't think those wounds need to heal per se. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that hole needs to be filled or can be replaced. They, they walk with you. They're a part of you. And, you know, that's, that's good enough. That's okay. It's, uh, I mean, it speaks a lot to you, but it also speaks a lot to her. You know, just what you just said, like, you don't know if those wounds need to be healed. And, and mm -hmm. I mean, I'd have to sit here and say, I agree. Like, it always should be raw mm -hmm. and hard, but like, her name is known. And obviously, with the organization that you started L4, um, with your time on the show that you did not get a bad edit, <laughs> you got a very good edit, <laughs> or, you, or you're just a good dude, yeah. and they showed you well. Um, you know, the the legacy and the impact has lived on and, and i would argue it has been a really beautiful thing for a lot of people and probably i mean my god i have to ask like have you had a lot of people reaching out to you post show saying they can relate or they need to hear it or they need to hear from you because they just felt alone in their loss and their grief yeah it, one of my favorite things that i've taken away from this is uh, it's opened up this channel to be able to connect with people. There are a lot of people who are alone. There are mm -hmm. a lot of people that are lost. There's, there's a lot of, I don't know, pain and struggle and mental like illness out there. And people need to be able to feel like they are seen or heard or have an outlet, somebody that, or something that they can connect with. And, you know, I'm not, their savior or anything but i do i get a lot of these messages and i gotta say they are heartbreaking and they take a toll on me too because i want to be able to reply to all of them i don't want to have them feel like they wrote this very intimate and personal confession or testimonial and it just got grouped in with everything else because it's not the same but I have been able to hear a lot from, you know, widowers and, and cancer patients and survivors and, and, and caregivers, like all these single parents out there that are trying to find the strength in them to date again. And mm -hmm. that dynamic of raising a child where you all of your attention goes to that child, but, it, but still never forgetting that you're a person too. And that you need to pursue happiness. And for a lot of parents out there, there is that guilt that when you do something for yourself, when you have a child, that, you know, you feel you feel guilty about it because it takes away from your time together. But it's it's an investment in, in yourself and in, in some self-care. 
This is like, I don't know how, like, I'm just going to say it. Um, do you feel like you'll ever love someone like that again? Or do you feel like she'll always be your greatest love and whoever comes next, if you are, as for, if you are fortunate to have like a love that is comparable enough to like get married and all that again, do you feel like that person will kind of be second? Yeah, I think I mean, the question you're asking has a lot to do with my ability to make sure that whatever started next, whatever new relationship is on the horizon, that that's unique and it's treated as such. And there, there isn't that comparison. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side of that, there also has to be confidence on whoever I'm with next that I'm still going to find ways of honoring Laura and preserving her legacy and ensuring that her son knows her name and knows what she was about, that that person has to be strong and has to know that that's part of the package. And so I don't think it's that, I don't think it's that complicated. I think we overthink the majority of relationships. I mean, the, most people want the same thing. You know, it's just they have different ways of thinking that they, I don't know, ways in which they go about getting it. But, you know, the next person will feel loved. I mean, if I'm lucky enough to have a second love like Laura's, my God, like I'm a very lucky human being. Um, but I think, you know, I, I can't answer that until that person comes into my life and until I feel it all over again, but I'm hoping so. And I think once, once I act, once you've had something that great, like, I mean, both of you guys would, you know, you know, Jared and Jess, like once you have felt that you, you can't help but want it back. Mm. You can't. And you're spot on. And it's also never going to happen unless you take some risks and you take some weird, make some, you, you know, you put yourself back out there and you try to take that next best step. And, and Michael, you've done that over the few, uh, last few years. You've been a gift to the Bachelor world. You've been a gift to many that have watched it and haven't watched it. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to dive in to, uh, because I believe personally that you're a great dude. Um, I would be shocked if there's anyone that has watched the show that doesn't believe you're a great dude. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about why this great dude isn't on our television <laughs> more often. We'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Michael. So you just answered my question about your next love. So I got to know, when did you know that Katie was not that person and that's when you decided that you had to go leave early? (laughs) Yeah, I would say. I would say I didn't 
decide that on the show. Really? Um, so, well, yeah. don't confuse me further because now I'm wondering why would you let yourself go so far as to get to top four and then you leave when you'd already sort of like, I don't know what the right word is, but I'm going to say wasted the time away from James in that case. Right. Well, a couple couple things there. Um, I mean, what, as you guys know, just from being on the show, what you see is different than, as a viewer, different than what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it made it almost look as though there was one phone call from James. Oh. And that was, and that was it. And this had been building up. I mean, we were quarantined for, you know, two weeks and then this was building up. And I mean, I had received calls from James multiple times that week and I could start to feel this progression. And if James was just missing me, I would have stayed, but it was how he said, maybe I don't want to see him anymore where, you know, it started, that's a different kind of scenario because he started to feel like he was the reason why I was gone. Mm. And it wasn't just distance and things like that, but that's a, that's a change in psychology. And especially when, you know, our family has been through a lot of trauma and a, a lot of things like that. I'm just very protective over that. So I would have totally stayed. And Katie, Katie knows that. She doesn't question that. Um, but I, I had to go. And I think any parent would have done the same exact thing. I mean, what, is it, what does it look like if I stay? I mean, I just told you how guilty parents feel for even going on dates and taking their time away. But when a kid is asking you to come home, um, you answer that call and I would do it. I would do it again. And I think, you know, post-show, I think things worked out the way that they were supposed to. Um, I'm glad that she's pursuing other relationships. Her and I are still friends. I think when you go through this entire process, you, you form a bond that you can't, form or, or fabricate in another scenario. So um, she's, a, she's, a, she's a great person and I, I'll always be rooting for her. It, uh, it's one of those moments. I remember when Ashley and I talked about it, Mike, we said like the show meets reality in like a big, wet, sloppy kiss. <laughs> yeah. and it's like really hard to watch. You know, you don't want to watch two people having a big old sloppy kiss. It's like, no, this is a moment that like far exceeds anything like, we should be watching. And I think you made the best decision by saying, no, as a dad, I need to go. Um, was that a hard decision for you though? Like, did it, did it, was it, was it all at all difficult or were you pretty confident when you said, no, it's, this is the best thing. And, and when you left, you felt good about it. It was, it was a really hard decision. Um, there was part of me that I was thinking, you know, if, if she's feeling as strong about me as I am for her, then, you know, we could maybe pursue a relationship outside of the show, like afterwards, or I was running through these scenarios, like no way she's going to get married to somebody else if she's feeling this way for me, like 
or, and I didn't want to ask her to leave either because that's not fair to any of the guys on the show. That's, that's not what you sign up for. Um, I often, I often do hear like, you know, with like you left and you wasted all of those weeks before. And I don't, I'm see it. I'm that sorry way. that I use that word. I know. No, you know, no, what, you know it, what I mean? Actually, it's, 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 it's used all the time. Okay. And I think in other scenarios, it probably makes sense for me. It was, it was a great opportunity for me to focus in on my own relationships, like my own mental health, address things, talk about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of growth there that I felt totally. um, that I think otherwise in the real world, I would have probably filled with distractions and work and, you know, all of these other things and ran away from it. This kind of made me face it head on. Yes. So obviously this is your first big moment back in the dating. Where does it spit you out? Like if you were to describe yourself today uh, as a man, the things you've learned from the show, the place that you sit right now, how, how would you describe yourself? Um, what is, as a, as a partner, like in, as a human, you said there's a is lot this of self growth. Is this an ad? Are we going? Are we going to find my wife on this thing? <laughs> I wouldn't be against it. We're never yeah, against oh, setups man. on this show. I, I mean, I would say, for me, I am. I'm extremely loyal. Um, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm somebody that when I'm with like something a partner or, or someone like that I'm a hundred percent with them I mean I have never I've never even kissed another girl while I was dating somebody else I've never cheated like I've only said I love you once and that was to Laura um that's kind I of really, my, my re- I, I take these things seriously I just was so happy that you didn't say I love you to Katie and I'm gonna use the word again waste that on somebody that wasn't committed to you yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm, I, I protected. I, I think there's, I don't, I don't, I think people rush into that too quickly because it's even better when you wait and it's earned and, you know, you can feel that progress. It means more. Um, and so I don't know, I, I kind of hold on to that and, and it's just, I don't, I don't know why I'm that way. I'm just that way. Mm-hmm. Did you think that Katie was going to chase after you and go and show up to your door in Ohio? Cause I, I did um, at times. It, it wasn't, you know, when you get off the show, you're like, Oh my God, what was real? What was it like? What's happening? And I know how it felt when I was there. And so I couldn't help but when you're running through all these scenarios, wonder, you know, are film crews going to end up on my front door? Like, is it going to happen? And I, that did cross my mind. Um, But then again, when you're watching everything over, you see the relationship she's having with other people. You understand that there are other strong relationships in the house. Um, You know, that, idea started to fade away but yeah it was it was there for a little bit i, I would have expected it i thought for sure we were getting a, a michael a reunion well i, I definitely right. thought that they send cameras to your door just to like see to, like to have that just in case 
Yeah, I mean, what were you? Well, I mean, it feels like so long ago. What were your guys' take on the season and everything like that? I mean, you guys do a lot of these recaps. Is it in mm-hmm. line with other seasons, or did it have some, I guess, unique elements to it that your season before? Yeah, I yeah. I have to say that I have not felt, and I'm not just like say blowing smoke because you're our guest. It has been a long time since I felt like as connected to somebody on the show, like rooting for them, like really wanting them to end up happy than like than you. Like we rooted for you and like you popped off the screen like I could be on my phone and like not really paying that much attention during an episode. But when you came on screen, I was like, oh, I'm invested. Oh, thank, so to thank me, you. To me, you were the special part of the season. <laughs> so sweet. I mean, I was um, the guys on the show. I don't know if this is. I mean, I've only been on one season. Extremely strong character. Like almost all of the guys that come with just an amazing background. No BS. I mean, most like I can't even think of one guy that doesn't have some serious um, like value and, and everything. And they were able to, you know, support me as I was going through my own thing and listen to me without judgment and kind of create that safe place where, you know, we could have these, you know, deep conversations and they all came with their own baggage. I mean, we all do. That's, that's what makes people great. I think that would be the thing that we took away from that season as a whole was that, you know, there's some great guys on that season. I mean, you definitely sit out uh, amongst a, a season full of really great guys. It was a weird season, right? Because this guy shows up four weeks in if, if, you know, and then they're together and then they break up and she starts dating another dude that was let go weeks before that. So like the season itself was weird, but Michael, um, there was some guys that really stood out and typically we do see these, uh, these people on our, on our televisions again. So um, I know bachelor nation who listens to this is going to be wondering. Um, so we got to ask it, Michael, if they ever came to you be the next bachelor, we all think here uh, that you, you should have been the bachelor. Um, you know, we don't know what happened in between times and how you're not the bachelor right now. Uh, but if they ever did come to you again and say, Hey, would you be the bachelor? Would you consider it? Um, and, and did they reach out and you just already have said no. You know, there were a lot of conversations about it once I got back and I was I was approached and there were, you know, there was some back and forth. And, you know, I mean, it's difficult because filming happens so quickly afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of in this emotional space where, you know, I was upset about you know, having to leave Katie, I was also a little bit, I mean, there was things I had to fix at home too. I mean, it was difficult for, you know, Laura's family to watch me be intimate with somebody mm-hmm. else on TV. And it was difficult um, to have people talking about Laura as if she's a reality show, you know, contestant. Mm-hmm bringing that pain to the surface. So, you know, I was very sensitive to some of those things and it was scary at the idea of possibly jumping back in. And, 
I mean, I do have to say it, it, it is it is concerning how, you know, the lead is judged and perceived and, you know, torn to pieces. Like what's going on with Clay, Clayton right now? Yeah. I, I mean, he is he is an amazing guy. I mean, I've, I've spoken with him a bunch and I don't know. It's it's I don't know if I wanted my family to be, you know, put through that. But at the same time. I do believe in the process. I mean, I, I do believe it, it can actually work. If you get two people who open up and are willing to be honest and real, then cameras don't matter. Nothing else matters. It's just two people. It's no different than anything else. So if they were to give you more time in between, like say they, they said, you're not going to be the bachelor. You are not going to film until the winter you know, because they film in September, but say that they weren't going to start filming until March. Would you have been more interested in it or would you have like been an easier get for them? I think it, I think it would have been easier, but I'd still have my, my doubts. Um, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think too. I've, when you have a, a five-year-old son, like I don't make these decisions I'm not necessarily just making for myself. I mean, if I was single, I wouldn't think twice about it and I didn't have anybody relying on me. Um, I would jump back in. I, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm, uh, I, I really haven't thought about it much. I think it's a little bit off the table, um, you know, right now. Um, so I'm happy with everything that I've been able to, to experience on the show. And if, it ends at just that, then I am completely okay with it. I've got an idea for you, Michael. What if there was a show that was created that was like anywhere from three to four weeks long? Um, you know, it's pretty flexible. So you can bring some people down to hang out if you want. Uh, it's in a nice location. There's a bunch of singles. You can kind of stay for as long as you want. No I was slow is there, on this. Is there, is there sand <laughs> Yeah, there's a beach. Um, oh, I mean, uh, it, yeah. My, it, you know, it's someplace similar to paradise. Would you consider it? You know, I think, I think I, I'm, I think I would. I think that's something yeah. I, I, I would consider. Um, I feel like there's, it's a little bit more, I don't know, casual, more fun, a little bit more friendly. Um, I mean, there's more options, obviously, which you know, dating's a numbers game. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think that's really helpful and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I really haven't been approached about paradise. So again, until something is, you know, brought to me, then, then I know. Well, it's February 28th. You're crazy if they don't. So um, I think you'll be hearing from them within the month. <laughs> if you, if they're, <laughs> if they're going within the same timeline that I, I had, um, and just back to the bachelor possibility, <laughs> if they had told you back when they were initially in talks with you, if they had said, we'll shoot in Ohio and you can have James with you throughout the experience, would that have been a game changer for you? Because that's what Emily Maynard, the only other person who she wasn't technically married, but like a widow had, right. she had that opportunity. That, I mean, that, that changes everything. Mm -hmm. It, I mean, the, and, and 
I don't know. I mean, production and in the show, I think if they wanted me to, you know, pursue the lead, um, I would definitely need to have James close by. I wouldn't want to replicate the mistake yeah. or the the results that I had gotten, you know, on Katie's season. I'd want to have him close. I'd want like a tutor there. He's, he's going to be in kindergarten and, you know, you got to stay on top of that. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it's a season with me is, is uh, it's got, it's got some more logistical issues than with, with other, you know, contestants or possible leads. Um, but I, I mean, if, if, if that's, it all depends. Is that the kind of season that they want? You know, mine is very, mine's different. Like, I, I don't know. There's, there's just going to be, it's going to have a different vibe. I mean, there'll be deep conversations. There'll be all of that, like life experience stuff. And, um, you know, I, I mean, you saw how much I made people cry. Do people <laughs> want to cry every day? Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> we want to feel something watching the show. Yeah. I mean, if that's, if that's what they want, then, um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely entertain it, but I, I don't know. I don't know. This whole thing is, is crazy. And, you know, I, I asked myself too, you know, if I'm looking for, you know, my person, do, do I need to find them on this show? Do I need to find them on the franchise, you know, or, or whatever. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm not dating anybody. There's so much, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm babbling. Yeah. Well, it's the kind of season they need, Michael. It is. I'll say it right <laughs> now. If any Bachelor producer is listening, uh, if it's not Michael, then you just need a season where we feel deeply again. It's the thing that's going to bring the show all back around, I believe. Um, Michael, uh, Ashley ends every in-depth with a really fun segment um, where she asks the, the guest a bunch of random questions and you answer them. But before we get to that, um, I was just thinking as you were talking how cool would it be if they had you as the bachelor? They got all the women together in LA at the mansion. You're not there. Jesse Palmer walks in and says, ladies, you're heading to Akron, Ohio. <laughs> like, how, <laughs> how awesome yes. would that be? Yeah, you know, that, I, I, that I, I, I think if you really want to test, you know, the uh, women's <laughs> resolve, you know, you bring them to Akron, Ohio in the wintertime. You'll figure out right now. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. Oh, you know? I think it's great. It's exactly. I think a season like that would probably have the most self eliminations of all. It's so good. Well, anyways, the real question to end this before we get to Ashley's segment, uh, Michael, what is next for you? Where are you at in life? What are you focusing on uh, this year and the years to come? Uh, just give our listeners a little update on where you're at. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still working still. I mean, I, I own a company where we do, uh, you know, distribution, that business is going well. It's completely unrelated to the show. It's not like, because you're on this show, all of a sudden business is just thriving, no matter what people think, like it's still crazy hard work. I'm, um, working on a new startup that I'm excited about. Uh, we're looking at clinical trials. Um, it was a, it was a, therapeutic Laura and I developed um, there's a side effect to chemotherapy called hand foot syndrome and it's really really gruesome uh, a lot of people experience it um, in fact the top five chemotherapies 
that are administered um, create the side effect in about 45% of its population. So there's a, there's a lot of discontinuation because of adverse events mm -hmm. and that, and I mean, that's not good for anybody because you got to finish your course of therapy. And, you know, when Laura got it really, really bad, James was seven months old and she couldn't hold James or anything like that. And so out of necessity, her and I just started tinkering with some stuff and put something together and it worked extremely well for Laura. It's just, um, it's like a topical agent that you put on your hands and feet and it relieves the pain, helps the skin heal, all of that. And, you know, we filed for a patent. We're looking at uh, clinical trials. So the company is called St. James Therapeutics. And we named it St. James because, uh, you know, seven months after James was born, he actually stopped taking uh, milk from one side of the breast for Laura. Mm. And it was really, really odd because this guy was a chugger. I mean, he took down everything. And we went to the OBGYN and the OBGYN dismissed it as a plug milk duck, which, you know, is common. I mean, it happens, but it wasn't enough for us to be convinced. And so we went to a hospital, mammogram, biopsy, and then quickly it was a cancer diagnosis. So we attribute the fact that James identified it um, as allowing us to mm. have our best shot at beating cancer and gave us essentially more time together. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that side of the story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. St. So James. The, yeah. So it's St. James Therapeutic and the goal will be to try to bring this topical agent to market and try to find ways of, you know, easing cancer patients journey. We're not going to be heavy into, you know, major, you know, you know, biologics and all of this, but we're looking at very niche areas in which we can improve their lives and, and make the cancer journey easier because it's, a, it's a real challenge and it affects too many. Well, that's awesome. Um, that's just like another reason that maybe it was just destined for you to be on the show, to have a platform to do that, to, you know, get it to go further. Yeah, I think there could be some really amazing things. And, you know, the goal really is to make sure that as, you know, as we're developing this, that it's accessible to people and it's not going to be expensive and, you know, trying to be able to deliver it once, you know, the results are in or anything like that um, at an affordable price, because you shouldn't have to go broke because you're sick. Well, thanks, man. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to close this podcast out, Michael, uh, with a really fun segment. Uh, Ashley does an incredible job at this. It always makes me giggle. We'll be back uh, with uh, rapid fire rounds with Ashley and Michael after this break. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. 
Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
are. Yay, rapid fire time. All right. So you made headlines a couple months ago by having an outing with Amanda Klutz. And we know that you guys are supposedly just friends. So my first rapid fire question is, are you really just friends? Yes, we are just friends. Uh, And Amanda actually reached out to me when she saw me on the show. And I had really no idea that she was from Akron. So she's she's from she's from my hometown and everything. So, you know, obviously we have a lot of similarities, unfortunately, with being, you know, widowed and everything that's happened. But we've it's been amazing to be able to, you know, discuss openly and honestly about our own experience and you know dating again and raising kids and you know our hometown and she's an amazing human being um but for all the people that are speculating we are just friends and she is amazing so and you bonded over fried food (laughs) yeah well what's your favorite fried food oh well this is kind of funny because you know, you would think, I mean, Amanda's a, a significant star, right? But in Akron, people don't give a shit. <laughs> like we, we, we tried to go to this, um, like nice place and they're like, there's no room for you guys. Like get on out of here. So we got turned down by like two places and we're like, all right, let's go to this spot and get some fried food. And we were going to go to Red Robin. <laughs> we're like, well, you know, let's just get at it. Um, but it's yeah, like a yeah. good old Midwest boy does go to the franchise restaurant. Why? That's, not? that's right. That's right. I mean, my God. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, we, I mean, we had a great time Threw back some drinks, got to catch up. I got to meet uh, her parents and her sister met Elvis. Who's the man. Like they're just, they're good, good people. Oh, that's awesome. We're happy that you guys have that connect. Well, not that you have the connection that you do, but that you guys <laughs> are able to, you know what I mean? That you're right. able to. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't even have thought about that. <laughs> you, you dropped some self guilt on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Who is your celebrity crush? We always love this question because that way I'm able to deduct who you might be into in paradise. I would I actually have two. I love when people actually have an answer. <laughs> yeah, I would say Natalie Portman. Okay. And uh Janelle Monet. Okay. Alrighty. Good, good, um, good crushes. You've got a type. You've got a type, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent He likes brunettes. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I mean, that's that's historically the case. But I mean, you have to think too. Also with the same girl for 16 years. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and then what's your favorite fast food chain now that we brought up franchises? Oh, Taco Bell. Taco, Taco Bell. And what's your oh order? I have, some of my friends say I have a serial killer order. What? Like, well, now we yeah. must know. So it's so basic. I love like three hard Taco Supremes, <laughs> which is, you know, they have it it's just delicious and then i do like a nacho with just like the chips and the weird cheese cup (laughs) just that's a good order yeah i don't think that's that crazy well people always get like the extravagant you know like chalupas and tacos within tacos and it's like just give me a taco man you know hot i need hot and fire sauce both at the same time (laughs) all right well michael it's been a pleasure having you 
I would wish I could do more rapid fire and that we could talk more, but we have got to wrap. Um, hopefully Thanks we'll see coming. you on our screen soon. I, we would really I, like I, that. I appreciate you guys big time. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, dude. It's always a pleasure. And Michael, follow our lead here. You're a smart guy. You know a lot. I believe you're going to do this perfectly. <laughs> with that, this has been an in-depth episode with uh, one of all of our favorites, Michael A. Uh, thank you for Michael for coming on. And with that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. And I've been Michael. Yeah. Hey, there we go. <laughs> yes. All right. See you, Michael. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Thanks, dude. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.